Every Star Wars movie is a national treasure, and we figured our listeners probably want an episode about, say, Return of the Jedi? So here's National Treasure. How Star Wars is it? Good morning, afternoon, evening, and night to all of our listeners. This is How Star Wars Is It. My name's Mike. And I'm Josiah. Hello to every time and every time zone in the world. <laughs> and future times, maybe. Yes. Maybe the past. In fact, it's only going to be the future because we're recording this now and it's not almost, the day it releases. <laughs> almost certainly you will be listening in the future. This episode and released uh, already and then we're going to record it. <laughs> yes. Uh, time is a flat circle. So... This is how Star Wars is it, and this is a show where we talk about Star Wars and also other things, and we relate those other things back to Star Wars to try to figure out how Star Wars they are. Yes. Which might have been the more complicated way to describe it, but... Yeah, t- totally, but how Star Wars is pizza, we don't know. We haven't we done, haven't it, done yet. it yet. <laughs> We're but saving it. But how Star Wars is moving, like, to a new house or apartment, mm-hmm. we... I, I don't remember, but we did it. <laughs> we did. We need to update our doc yeah. of all our ratings. Um. So, folks, we, we, we've, we've, we've done some concepts. <laughs> we've done some movies. And we're doing another movie uh, this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we mentioned it in a couple episodes ago, and Mike and I just got really excited about it. Yeah, I can't um, remember even why. Or did what? we mention it in next week's episode? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we, we mentioned it. Well, right, as of this recording, I think we did. Yes. Um, in the 11... Time is a flat circle. episode, whatever the first episode... Oh, the... the, the Daylight the, Savings. Daylight Savings, that's why. Yes. Because Riley says, like, hey, you know who invented that or whatever? And they're like, yeah, Benjamin Franklin, but that's not true. <laughs> it's not true. They couldn't even get the American history right in this movie about American history. Right. Um. So National Treasure is a... F- uh, like honestly I loved this movie And this was yeah, one of was my great. family's Like go to movies that we yeah. watched You know Same It was like Pirates of the Caribbean And National Treasure Oh like, my god It is so funny that you said that Because <laughs> my dad Every year for Christmas To date Gives us Pirates of the, Car- of the Caribbean <laughs> On DVD He like wraps it as a present And gives it to us And like we try to race him To like get it like if we're ever home like near christmas we like steal the dvd so we can wrap it and give it to him for christmas but like we got it like three years after we had seen it and like had the dvd at our house and we were like we have this and he's like i know that's ours and we're like why'd you give it to us and he was like it's a great movie <laughs> that is such a good bit i love yeah that it's so a great much. we our christmas is like entirely bits like one year Allie and I bought uh gifts for us from our own parents (laughs) as though they bought us something and like forgot they bought it and like they were just sort of like weird enough like we went to Goodwill and we bought like an old Polaroid camera (laughs) which is like just weird and kind of cool enough that it'd be like oh this is kind of neat like thank you yeah that that my mom kind of looked at us like oh you're <laughs> she's like you guys it are fucking weird Why'd very you do funny and like she didn't she was like i don't remember getting that we're <laughs> <laughs> gonna gaslight our parents yeah but yeah so we we always talk about that movie and i always think of them in the same breath as national treasure like they're like the same movie <laughs> they are the same yes they're the same movie they are inextricable from each other it, yeah i feel like they came i feel like they were i don't know a similar time in movie making i don't mm-hmm. know they feel weirdly uh, related in my brain. Yeah, um, it is weird. I, I completely agree with you. Probably just because, you know, we, we, those were like the ones we watched all the time. They, right. Those two were the newer ones that we watched. And then we watched uh, on VHS. We The ones we watched over and over again were The Three Amigos, uh-huh. uh, Galaxy Quest, mm. and That Thing You Do, oh. and Robin Hood Men in Tights. Mm-hmm. I mean, I watched, have, we watched the. I haven't seen that literally all the time, and I don't think I've even actually seen Three Amigos. But oh, they're so funny! Boy, oh boy, have I watched that thing you do? Which, uh, amazingly, to relate it back to Star Wars, my sister uh, has a weird like relationship with pop culture in general, where she just does not remember things, right? Um, and gets a lot of things confused because she doesn't have a lot of properties that she's like super into or whatever. And so, for a long time, she would get a seat like 
there's a that, that see there's a scene in three amigos where steve martin is essentially like chained in like a, a little jail cell and there's like this whole comedy thing where he's trying to get out and my sister thought that that was in empire strikes back like she <laughs> she was she swore it was like in a star wars movie <laughs> and we, we have to be like no that's that's not and that's not even close it's not even close to Star Wars. but she's like but there's that one part and where they're chained up is that it and we were like no steve martin is not in star, <laughs> star wars um but yeah so Don't they have a bunch of sombreros Trish. in star wars <laughs> yeah come on I, I, they gotta they have everything in star wars yeah um like i mentioned last week i recently have gone down like a complete rabbit hole of the um, everything great about or everything wrong with videos on YouTube, the cinema wins mm-hmm. and cinema sins. And I watched both the national treasure ones recently. And I was like, damn, those movies are fun. Like they're super they fun. I mean, are that, that's... Not, they do not make any sense in a lot of cases no. and like a lot of instances in the movie, but um, it, they're, they're so much fun. It's a classic, like family friendly adventure right. flick, which is, I think why like everyone's family watched it a bunch. Cause it's like, it's not offensive. It's not like hard to digest. Right. You just turn it on and it's a fun flick and Nicholas Cage is there and you're like, I love this guy. And he's like, he's so weird. He's weirdly like um, approachable in this movie from like an audience point of view. Like he's just like, Oh, a yeah. pretty good leading man. Oh, yeah. Riley it's, is it's great. Weird... That guy from The Hangover. I can't remember his name, but this is my impression of him. Uh, ben? <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was very good. This this movie, I think like what says it all is this is like this is a Jerry Bruckheimer flick. Uh-huh. And that really tells you everything you need to know about National Treasure. Well, and are, is Pirates of the Caribbean also, maybe? I think. Let me, I'm going to do some Googling real quick. Yeah, it's produced by Jerry Bruckheimer, yeah, okay. who, you know, he loves these action adventure right. movies. And the, uh, but yeah, like, it's just a jet setting. Like, let's follow Nicolas Cage while he does crazy stuff. The Secret Lies with Charlotte. He also did Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. It's, it's like, it, it has that Star Wars family-friendly feel to yes. it. Where... Where you know it's just going to be a fun time, and like there might be some tense moments, but like it's going to be all right. right. And it's like you, you don't have to like cover your six year old's eyes very much. Right. Like in the way like, that like a PG scary. movie is rated such because it has like some intense action moments and sensuality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like a little too. I don't need that sensuality part in the rating thing. Like that's a little too sexy. Like that right there. Like what if my kid sees the yeah, word like sensuality? Yeah, like that itself you know? is like worse for me the parent to have to explain to you the child than like yeah. a handsome man and a handsome lady kissing at one point. <laughs> yeah, how am I supposed handsome to explain lady? to my kid? Yeah, very handsome woman. <laughs> um how am I supposed to explain to my kid what sensuality is? Like right. that's that's a Well, it's like a less like um nude sexuality what sexuality sure. oh okay here's what sexuality here's is. what sexuality is actually you know this is good maybe we'll get more parents talking to their kids about sex yeah right which which we need because the children are uninformed and there are babies having babies out there you babies know what i mean having babies bees it's having bees bees eating bees out there it's a bee eat bee world it's a bee eat bee world and i really i'm not here for it i i want to come, come out and say i'm anti Babies having babies. And I'm anti-bees eating other bees because bees are like the most important species on earth right now and they just keep eating each other. Yeah, those idiots. They're so endangered. You know, yeah. Yeah, come on, bees. Get it together. So, National Treasure. um... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, come on, bees. So anyway, back to our podcast. Yeah, you know, I was going to say bees, Nicolas Cage, that one gift. That one gif where he's like, all those bees are on his face. Uh-huh, that's What's right. that from? Is that from Wicker Man? I think it's from National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets. <laughs> Which I also saw, and uh-huh. uh, I think I and also is enjoyed. is not as good. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, when did these movies come out? So National Treasure was like 2004. So yeah, I was okay. like 12. Yeah. And this came out like 15, I guess, when the next one came out. 14, mm-hmm. maybe. And I was like, that was fun. But it was like kind yeah. of what, at the time when I, before I had a, a discerning palette for movies and I'd just be like, right. yeah, all movies are fun. Yeah. Every movie is good. Cause it's a movie. Yeah. I'll just watch a movie. <laughs> right. It's going to be great. Um, I have like a, spe- I think I've probably talked about this before, but I have, I have a specific memory of, uh, like one of the first movies I re- when I realized movies could be bad, which I think was around the same time of national treasure, maybe, but it was GI Joe rise of Cobra. And I saw it and I was like, <laughs> that wasn't very good. <laughs> hmm. I didn't like this <laughs> weird. I guess movies can suck. I think we have talked about this before because I remember saying like, 
I only learned the prequels were bad when like yeah. people told me the prequels were bad. And I was like, they are? Right, because as a kid, you're like, movies. Right, and like it has lasers. Yeah, and like I remember babysitting some kids uh, right, uh, probably like right after, right before Return of the, or sorry, Revenge of the Sith maybe. And like I would watch the prequels with these kids because they loved them too. Like, yeah. And I was like, you know, already, I think maybe 15 at the time. But I right. was like, yeah, these are fun. And you have to, it's not until you grow older with a discerning eye and look at it and are like, Eh, this isn't doesn't hold up, and I I feel like National Treasure probably would have the same. I think probably the same thing would happen if I tried to watch it now. I'd be like, yeah, oh jeez. I bet it has some of it, and it's probably from that point of view of like the X Men animated series always just had like robots as the bad guys because <laughs> right. they couldn't like kill people. It probably has a little bit of that vibe of like uh, you know these guys with guns are like the the tone doesn't quite make sense in the way of like an actual sort of crime yes movie you know but it's that's not what this is um yeah this is a, this is a fun action adventure for the whole family right no one's going to get hurt um except for uh Boromir and that's okay cuz he's just, the bad guy just like in George of the Jungle when uh, the one guy falls off the bridge and the narrator's like <laughs> yes. don't worry the heroes in this movie don't ever die they just get really big boo-boos <laughs> yes this is this is very much that style and feel where it's like no one's it's not too serious like everyone just take it take it easy right, right. take it easy for a second and, we're just having fun out here and like to like of course i watched the cinema sins of this and it just tears it a new one but like of course it does because those videos are looking for like what people today would call plot holes. What they actually sure. mean is like logic fallacies or like continuity errors. <laughs> right, right, right. Like right. a plot hole is not like in one scene he had this, but in another scene he didn't have it. <laughs> right. That my one of my favorite movies of all time is uh, Tiny Toons: How I Spent My Summer Vacation. Um, <laughs> which I think we've talked about. <laughs> we have. We've, we've mentioned how we want to get all of our siblings on that episode. Oh, yes, yes. Because Allie and I good. have watched it like a dozen times. Yeah, yeah. Me and my sister have too, and my little brother. Um, but That might the... have to be the last episode of our podcast. Right. Once we're finally <laughs> done, we're like, here it is. Um, so, but there's a part, and I don't know if you remember, but there's a part where it's like, it's very close to the end of the runtime. And like, you know, it's a cartoon movie that was like straight to VHS. So it's like, you know, 65 minutes long or something like that. Um. And it's, uh, 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 what's, what, fuck, Buster and, what are the bunnies' names? Shoot. Babs and Buster. Babs and Buster. So Babs and Buster are rolling along, and, like, their storyline is not wrapped up at all, and they're, like, not nowhere close to home. And they're, like, driving or in some mine cart or something, and they look down, and there's this huge hole in the ground, like a big pit. And it's like, what's that? And it's like, oh, it's a plot hole. And it's labeled plot uh-huh. hole. And then they just <laughs> fall into it, and then they end up just back home. Like, that's a plot hole. If, if like all of a sudden really something happens that's not explained at all and doesn't make sense of how they could get there, like, that's what right. that is. Someone holding a watch, having a watch in one scene and then not another scene is like, that's not a plot hole. That's just, <laughs> just someone on set wasn't doing their job. Okay, so we didn't watch this one recently because we've both seen it a bunch. Yeah. But what do we got? We don't have lasers. Right. Do we? Do you have a Wendy's update? Oh gosh, I went to Wendy's twice last week, but it was because um, I had to run an errand during lunch, like two different days, and like in the same week. And by the time my errand was done, I was like cutting it close to get back to the office with like in a reasonable lunch hour time. So I mm. drove through Wendy's. wasn't super happy about that. I gotta eat some leaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you ever do you ever get to the point where you're like, oh god, I'm treating my body so terribly like, right now? Eat one leaf, Michael. Just eat a leaf. Come on, go outside and chomp on a leaf. <laughs> there was this um like gif I saw of like the uh uh the person who invented Soylent. Uh, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That like you know weird meal replacement beverage yeah, thing. Yeah, right, right. And he was talking about he was like, yeah, as a kid, I remember having this like thought that it was weird that we as humans like ate. Uh, like salad and like leaves and stuff. He was like, we shouldn't do that. That's what animals do. Animals eat leaves. And I was like, what a fucking psychopathic thing for like a child to think about. <laughs> like I, I, I did have the thought, oh, I don't want to eat these leaves. But that's because I was like, I don't taste as good as candy. <laughs> but, but it wasn't like, I'm not a, I'm a man, not a, not a common cow. I cannot eat these leaves. <laughs> common cow. It's just, it's just such a strange way to put it. And I was like, dude, no wonder you invented this weird like meal replacement thing. You were like, we've evolved past mere leaves. And I'm like, yeah, but at that point, take it to the next logical conclusion. It's like, well, you know, you know what else animals eat? 
the flesh of other animals. Right. Like they eat, they eat, they eat all the things that we eat. We just also like to cook some things in different ways. Yeah, like, you know what they don't do is drink the milk of other animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're actually the really weird and gross ones. Yeah, because we're all like, let me see that cow titty and let me get some of that milk, and then all the animals are like, what a fucking perverted people that humans are <laughs> and we are we're all a bunch of pervs. cow titty do you have a, a wendy's update no i just wanted to know because i didn't have anything else to say about national treasure at the time <laughs> and i was like <laughs> i was just like i was like what else do we talk about wendy like i because we haven't talked about wendy's in our last episode either and i was like we, we gotta, haven't in a while but uh we gotta do our due diligence uh, we could do some pros really quick because we aren't very good at doing that with like an actual amount of time like as a percentage of the podcast that's true that's true okay pros Family friendly. F friend. Adventure. A bad guy. Uh, two men who, who are both white and a woman who is also white. <laughs> yes. A trio. And the bad guy is also like a white guy. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> also, I love the names in this movie too because there's a so delightfully on the nose like Benjamin Franklin Gates. Like, yeah, that's right. so silly. And Riley Poole is like not necessarily say what he does but it's just a very like i don't know action movie name but but also it's like he's not cool like ben gates he's riley pool right and yeah, then uh exactly. dr and abigail her chase her last name is yeah, chase which is so good. it's like yeah what is this movie about oh okay okay we get it it's about an abigail chase i also remember being like <laughs> that thinking she was so so pretty and there was that one scene where she was in her bra for a second and i was like oh nice yeah it, it is definitely like the family friendly like young like 10 year old boy can get himself excited about this kind of like hot like when they when they change clothes at like fucking urban outfitters yes in, like, yes so weird like side by side fitting rooms that have like a door that only goes up to like your neck yeah like that it, 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 not a thing in it's any like place. austin powers like like austin powers of course is parodying james bond and they do that in that too like in the 60s like dr no has like a conveyor belt shower where like the <laughs> the like frosted glass only comes up to like just above your like nipples right <laughs> like come on come on no it is come on brock there, there, there is that is a weird come on jay brock come on jay brock we've come to expect exactly that from you yeah that is a weird thing about movies like this in this sort of like a vein like these sort of action family adventure things is there's always going to be like a little bit of cleavage somewhere. Yeah. That they're like, they're like, like even in, like in Pites of the Caribbean, like making like Cure Knightley is constantly, constantly in that, in that yeah. uh, corset. Right. They're like, okay, look, this mom and dad brought their freaking stupid kids to the movie theater <laughs> to see a movie that they can all see together. None of them really want to be there, but they all kind of do. And like, Look, yeah. what do we got that we can give these people? Like, we could give Dad, like, the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Yeah. And we'll <laughs> give the moms, uh, you know, the people who, like, who like are into ladies, they get to see Diane Kruger's, like, cleavage. Right. The people who are into dudes, they get to see Nicolas Cage be all, <laughs> be all cool. Right. Yeah, it's very much not equal. Although, that reminds me of, like, the... What would what, what had to have been CGI abs on Nicolas Cage in Ghost Rider because <laughs> they like did the classic uh, uh, superhero movie scene where they have to look in the mirror and be like, damn, I've got I'm like cut now that I have powers. Right. And like he was too cut. Like it had to have been it had to have been CGI. I and if anybody looked at him and was like, whoa, oh, my God, you look amazing. How do you feel? He would say, I feel like my skull's on fire, but I'm good. <laughs> Allie and I say that to each other all the time. <laughs> That's a oh former and no doubt future guest of the podcast, Allie Gospel. Okay, I'm I'm gonna send you I'm gonna send you this image, Mike, because I just need you to also see it because um, <laughs> it's just excessive. It's excessive. All right, hold on, it's loading. Oh God, why he's so shiny? Oh my goodness, this is too much. He's just ribbled. Did you send it? I sent it now. It's loading. Oh, dear. Can you see it? He has a little kind of Iggy Pop thing going on that he's sort of like stringy. Yeah. But, but like those like, abs. Yeah. It's he's glistening. He's so shiny. It's very upsetting. Anyway, that was a whole... For, the, for listeners, just so you know, I um took about... 
10 minutes to find that and send it to Mike <laughs> that I just cut out of the podcast. So I really <laughs> yeah, wanted for to... listeners who are like, oh, that was a weird jump. It's because <laughs> we had an entire conversation. <laughs> Go ahead and Google Nicolas Cage abs and Ghost Rider and really just just really good eyeful of how kind of nasty those things look. Eyeful. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. It, it, I think Star Wars does this. T- I mean, Star Wars does that too, right? You got the Princess Leia metal bikini. Like that's not necessary, right? Of course, for the story. And and it doesn't necessarily add up. And like the any of the action, like we've mentioned a lot in the last few episodes, there's a lot of luck involved. Whether or not, like you know, from my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Like yeah, <laughs> then there's a lot of luck. <laughs> right. Exactly. And that, yes, National Treasure is them bumbling from one uh, ridiculous situation to another. And sometimes because they were smart and a lot of like a lot of times it's like just, oh, well, this happened now because right. of whatever weird mistake or like, you know, uh, uh, it's very much the Han in the Millennium Falcon coming last minute because like things just happen. And it's yeah. like, well, that was lucky. So, OK, so here's let's let's kind of address here would be a, this. is This is a fun idea. Um, OK, let's address stuff that happens in this movie that's like what okay okay that's kind <laughs> so of a I, fun new take i have a couple one is um the 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 secret lies with charlotte <laughs> he has that pipe that he gets at the boat or maybe he had before the boat i don't remember it also doesn't fucking matter mm-hmm. um that's the opening set piece is the secret lies with charlotte it's it's an opening set piece in a winter planet Yes, went oh mm. yeah yeah, um, and then of course it comes in handy at the very end. He slots it into that thing, and then knows to a push that like disc in the wall in, and then like turn it counterclockwise three quarters of the way, or you know like whatever. Like he he knows exactly how to like operate yeah. this thing. But when he first sees it, he's like, wait, wait, could it really be so simple? <laughs> Which is just sort of like bananas. Like, did you just how, want to show how off was your anything Cage you impression? did simple? I, yes, that is part of this segment. Um, <laughs> no. Riley, in fact, Riley is my uh, my sort of code word to get into Nicholas Cage. Right, that's how you got to get into it. <laughs> Riley. Um, but so he he has the pipe, and it is what like pushes the thing in or whatever. But given what that looks like, couldn't you just kind of push that with your hand? <laughs> like, yeah. did you need the pipe with the like pipe piece that is like the handle, the crank handle? You know, like also that's a bad. You have just sort of like moved it around. <laughs> that's a bad key too, because like right, there's a lot of pipes like, or, and like right. Even if you knew that that pipe was like of the Charlotte, the boat at the beginning, like. What if you left it at home? Yeah, or what if someone else made a pipe that was similar enough? Right. Or like there's a bunch like, you know, pipe a pipe isn't that crazy of a shape. And even if you put some crazy stuff in there to make it like a key, it'd still be pretty easy. Like that's why we don't use pipes as keys. We use keys as keys. Yeah, right. And it's uh, a lot and, easier. and the the negative space that you fit the pipe into wasn't like a lock in the sense that it has a bunch of little pins and stuff. It was just sort of no. like the absence of the pipe. Right. Which is why I'm saying, like, why couldn't you just push that thing in? And also, also, I, I can't even get, anytime I plug in a USB, like, I can't get it the right way the first time. There's no way that Nicolas Cage plugs in a pipe <laughs> right. and right out the gate <laughs> is like, I know exactly what to do here. Like, there should be yeah. a whole... I have to take the smoky, sucky part off and use that as a <laughs> crank handle. Is that what that's called? Yeah, it's a smoky, sucky part. The smoky, sucky part? You suck with your nose. We learned that last week. Yes, we did. You suck with your um, nose, and you suck into the pipe with your nose. <laughs> um, okay, so that's one. Another one is when they go to Philadelphia, and, and Riley has that, like, schoolboy run in and out and give him, like, four letters of the the. Yeah, why did he make the kid at do a that? Time? Like, it would, and, and again, I have, like, the sort of prejudice of those YouTube videos, like, telling me these things, because otherwise I would have just been watching and been like, I'm dumb! This is fun! <laughs> um, but, like, why, uh, why would he not have just gone in, done all that work, and left? Why would the bad guys have been there? Yeah. Like, why would, would Ben and Riley and, what's her face, Elizabeth Chase? Uh, uh, Abigail Chase. Abigail Chase. Why would they have even thought the bad guys would be there? They shouldn't have been there, logically. Yes. Like, they would have just gone in and done the, done the work, or, God forbid, Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, though, this was 2004. Google wasn't as... I, I mean, it was still. I mean, I still Googled things back then, I'm pretty sure, but it just... Yeah, I definitely asked Jeeves oh, about the silence do good letters. Right, at the very least, I asked Jeeves. At the very 
least. <laughs> yeah, when I was reading the, I remember it's it's good that you said that because I remember when I was reading this plot synopsis for myself, this part stood out to me. Using a schoolboy to acquire the letters keywords, Ben yeah. Riley and Abigail discuss, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. Using a schoolboy to acquire yeah. what? Like it didn't go into any d- deeper like uh, 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 detail, and I was like, what does that mean? What? How did? And I'd forgotten that they just you know get some kid to go do it right. instead of like you know doing it themselves. Like they're, they're endangering a child now. Yeah. Uh, even though they know they're being chased by like bad men with guns, yeah. they're like, this kid will help us. And like, why do they have guns? Yeah, this movie sh- like feels like it shouldn't it have sort of guns. Builds <laughs> its own stakes. In fact, that was another like sin that they pointed out on that video was like. One of the guys in the FBI with Harvey Keitel was like, these guys, <laughs> he says something like, these guys are experts on antiquities and history, plus they're mercenaries. <laughs> like, why does that make any sense? <laughs> That's like how exactly perfect the Matt Damon character in The Martian is, you know, that right. he's a botanist and an engineer, and he's the one that got left behind to live on Mars. Like, yes, it is. Come on. It is absolutely the very small Venn diagram in the middle where it's mercenary like, and expert on antiquities. <laughs> yeah. Like, who's, who's the kid that, like, they were nerdy and they learned a lot about history and they were like man i just love our country I and the nate and all the cool guys and then they were like <laughs> and you know what i'm gonna go fucking learn how to use an ak-47 so that i can take it from whoever i want yeah like i, I feel like the people who are mercenaries that steal antiquities are very rarely the people who are also experts at said antiquities right like the probably Which just- i suppose you could say some similar things about indiana jones being like such a fit expert in like you know, adventure right. exercise. Sure. <laughs> but just... then also like an archaeologist. But well, I mean, in the Indiana Jones universe, you know, it just comes with being an archaeologist. It's like you gotta make sure you're you're ready to rumble because you you right. gotta be ready to rumble at any given time because there could be Nazis that are trying to take your your cool artifacts. Yeah, right. You know what? We screwed up. We should have done all the Indiana Jones movies before this to establish how Star Wars Indiana Jones is, because this movie if if our podcast was how Indiana Jones is it, this would be like the first movie we'd do. Yes. And also like, like it's definitely trying to like sort of capitalize on that same Indiana Jones magic. Right. And it can't be the, uh, this movie cannot be as Star Wars as Indiana Jones is because That's it right. is trying to be that sort of feel um, without hitting it entirely which so however we, we gotta okay you know what let's That's just go ahead very and, interesting we should we should commit to giving this a rating and then subtracting one point a piece <laughs> because indiana jones should be that rating that's probably a good idea because lucas wrote those or at least came up with or the idea. should we stop recording now record all four indiana jones episodes right now come yeah, okay back. let's pause <laughs> okay all right <laughs> All right, listeners, we're going to take like a, a, a week break real quick because we got to go watch a we'll bunch take, of movies. Yeah, we'll take multiple weeks at a time <laughs> off here. Hopefully this will still come out late November because that's when we have it slotted for. But I guess in the meantime, we'll go to the Sarlacc pit. I guess. What is, is there a third National Treasure movie? No. There's not. Okay, there's not. Okay, great. I just looked it up and it was like, it said like there's a National Treasure film series like Wikipedia thing, and it's like one uh-huh. and two, and then there's the third one is just like question mark for the future maybe, and I'm like this is come on in that same way that like the the sequel to the Italian Job has been rumored for like 20 years, <laughs> right? It's like guys don't don't like that's my don't say you're gonna do it if there's if there's not a script and there's not actually a contract anywhere then then it's not happening don't like pretend that it's happening like look i gotta get some riley pool and some abigail chase i gotta see more of (laughs) what if they committed to doing a national treasure three but they couldn't get nicholas cage (laughs) (laughs) nick cage is like i'm not really into that anymore guys i've been in some really cool like art house uh darlings lately and uh, i'm gonna keep that going like what if we did like an abigail riley movie and maybe we got like John Voight and did Ed Harris survive the second movie? I don't. I'm not remember. sure if he did. Let's let's get uh, let's get Sean Bean out of prison and now he's the new Nick Cage. Wait, is Sean Bean in prison? No, not the actor, oh, his but character. the character in <laughs> National Treasure. I was like, what did he do? What did he do? Really, <laughs> he just died in too many movies. <laughs> yeah, they were like, dude, you gotta stop. You're making everyone so sad. We gotta put you in prison, bro. Man, did you see Goldeneye? Shit. The Golden Eye, like the Bond movie, the James Bond movie, it's great. Is Sean Bean in that? 
Yeah, he's 006. Whoa. And like he's like the main villain in the movie. I guess spoilers. Sorry if I you guess haven't I seen Goldeneye. I didn't see Goldeneye. Weird. But like he he's I can't remember the movie very well, but he's like shown doing a mission early on and and then later you find out that he's like the bad guy and he's like a rogue MI6 agent. I I want to say it's Pierce Brosnan's first turn as 007 okay. and it's like his absolute best bar none. I watched every James Bond movie that had been made up until that point. The summer I broke my leg, my freshman year of high school, (laughs) (laughs) or between freshman and sophomore year, I guess. And uh, I watched them in the order that they became available at the library. (laughs) (laughs) So like I'd watched maybe two Sean Connery's in a row and then I'd see Roger Moore and then I'd see like three Pierce Brosnan's and then another Sean Connery. You know how like (laughs) some people have some people have like the Star Wars machete order. Well, like Mike has the broken leg James Bond order, order, which is where you watch the one George Lazenby movie like 11th. (laughs) Right. And it's not a good way to watch him. It doesn't make sense. But it is. It's just the way that the movie came back into the library. Right. And it will give you sort of a different perspective on James Bond. But um, yeah. yeah, the perspective being you forget which movie has which <laughs> like hot lady and which cool gadget and which great car and which sometimes okay bad guy. Like <laughs> they're all, all just of kind James of... Bond up until like Casino Royale to me is like one movie. <laughs> yeah, they're all the same. I truly... How James Bond is it would be a great series too because like they distilled down would make a much more sort of consistent chili than distilling down all of Star Wars because James Bond is all the fucking same. That's very that's very true. Um, Let's go to the pit. <laughs> okay, okay. And watch all of the. Um... Gotta watch all of the Indiana Jones movies and then Indiana come back. Indiana Jones movies, yeah. And then we'll finish recording this episode. But we're going to put the Indiana Jones episodes in the vault for later. Right. Okay. All right. Let's jump in the pit, baby. And we're back. Weird. I had never seen Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and that was my favorite movie <laughs> <laughs> of all time. Not even your favorite Indiana Jones movie, just your no, favorite that's what movie. I mean, yeah. yeah the yeah. whole time Mike was watching Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, he couldn't stop saying, like, this is movie making at its finest. And he said that over <laughs> and over again uh, yeah. until the movie was over, and it was kind of distracting. I was like, I'm yeah. trying to watch this movie. Also, okay. I wouldn't even take a breath. It was just, this is movie <laughs> yeah, making at its finest. Like, this is movie making at its finest. This is movie making at yeah. its finest. This is movie. I was like worried about him. I was like, Mike, wake up. Um, so real quick diversion into talking about Indiana Jones. I think it's very funny when people get mad at Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Because I said it again and I didn't even mean to. Why can I say Crystal Skull? There it is. I don't know, but I still have that picture of Nicolas Cage up on my <laughs> Skype because I don't know how to get rid of it, and I don't want to accidentally cut off our phone call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looks like that's just what you're going to see for the rest of your life. Yeah. Uh, but people got so mad at Kingdom of the Crystal Skull for like having aliens or whatever, and I was like, guys, in the first three, they they they, they say that like the 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 <laughs> the Christian and Jewish and like uh, God is real. And yeah, not right. only is he real, but these artifacts are real and, and have, have like magic and have them. magical powers. Yes. And in Temple of Doom, they do the same thing, but they're like this kind of like, uh, yeah, uh they take out a guy's heart. <laughs> yeah. Like they're like magic is real. And these sort of like religious magic especially is real. And so like, it's not that much more of a stretch to be like, and also there's aliens. Like, how is it? Like, come right. on, guys. We we already established that magic is real. Like, if you're going to yeah, get mad. It's, it's the exact same problem as, like, the prequels suck. Like, we have this character we love and and worship and know every frame of the movie. And then another movie came out, like, 30 years later. Like, yes. it's not going to make the same people happy. Right. Now, that said, I have not actually seen The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, it's not. I mean, it's not very good in... Now, it is my favorite movie. Right. It is your favorite movie. I mean, it's not very good in general. It's just like that, That like, people being upset about that. I was like, guys, there's... Come on. Why is that yeah. thing you're so focused on? Yeah, people are bad. People on the internet are bad. Okay, so <laughs> I wrote the game this week, and this is, this is a... Uh, this is a... 
Mm. You know, this one is going to be interesting, Mike, and it's already a weird episode, so I'm excited to see how this goes. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I cause I kind of wrote this game last minute, and I was trying to create sort of like, a, I wanted to recreate the feel of National Treasure and kind of like take you on an adventure. Okay. Um, so Which, I by the created... way, my sister and I did that for my mom for her birthday one year. I think it was her birthday. We did like a treasure hunt you around. See National Treasure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did like a... Um, <laughs> like an amazing race treasure hunt around our hometown. And I forget exactly oh, how we did it, but all I do remember is we made a, um, like we burned a CD that had national treasure music and like catch <laughs> me if you can. And like Indiana Jones. And then the, um, the, the, the theme song to, um, the amazing race. <laughs> and That's we adorable. like drove around town to find clues. <laughs> I love that so much. Okay, go ahead. So, I basically, what I've done for you is I've created a choose your own adventure. Um, and it is, so uh, a couple things I thought of were a little too uh, relying on visual things. Um, mm-hmm. So I decided to, to just write a little choose your own adventure book for you here. Now, this is a very simple choose your own adventure. And you're going to be uh, presented with two options uh, on each like page, essentially. And you should tell me what you want to do. And then we'll go to that option and you we'll just get through the adventure. Okay, cool. Great. Yeah. So this is Choose Your Own Adventure, and here we go. First page. You are Mike Gospel. I am. And you have to steal the Declaration of Independence. Okay. So first things first, you have to get to Washington, D.C. What do you do? Uh, buy plane tickets or start hitchhiking. Those are your two options. Oh, okay. I don't have the option of be in eighth grade and take a uh, like a charter bus all the way no. there and through the night, and like everyone's just so <laughs> weird and horny. <laughs> No, unfortunately, okay. this is not a, uh, a open world RPG. This is just a choose your own adventure <laughs> okay. book with limited options. Okay, um, I'm. So you can going... buy plane tickets, or you can start hitchhiking. I'm going to buy plane tickets because I'm a rule follower, and hitchhiking is illegal. Okay, so go. We're going to go to that page. You fool! You can't <laughs> afford such a reckless purchase out of nowhere. Sure. You go I over your budget. credit limit. Your credit is destroyed, and mm. you're kicked out of your apartment, <laughs> and you die from exposure. <laughs> Uh, wow, this game is bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go back. I so, can't do you want to buy a horny eighth grader? <laughs> nope, sorry, not yet. Okay, okay. Maybe later. Do, okay, so do you want to start hitchhiking instead? I guess that's my only option. It is. Because <laughs> it's, it's only two options every time. All right, so you start hitchhiking. Excellent choice. It'll be harder for the government to track you down if you stay off the grid. Uh, you hitchhike all the way to Washington, D.C. Wow, that was easy. You make some <laughs> friends along the way that you think might last a lifetime. Now that you're here, what do you do? Uh-huh. So your options are go to the Library of Congress mm-hmm. to do research or go on a map of the Stars Homes tour. I'm trying to think of any stars who live in D.C. <laughs> other than like senators or whatever. Um, I mean, I got to do that, though, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a choose your own adventure. Yeah, I'm going to go on a tour of a map of the stars. Okay, so you hop on a map of the Stars Homes Tour, which the tour guide keeps calling a National Monuments Tour for some reason. You see all the biggest stars. Teddy Roosevelt, Lincoln, Washington's Monument. Wait, is that why they're calling it that? Oh, okay. Washington's Monument in particular inspires you and gives you an idea about to how about how to accomplish this heist. So um, do you want to... Your two options here are at Washington's Monument to like give you inspiration. Uh, do you want to climb to the top of Washington's Monument and get a bird's eye view of all of D.C.? Or do you want to look into the reflection pool and get to know yourself better? <laughs> I want to, while looking in the reflection pool to get to know myself better, in, in that time, think... Did Josiah write an answer to all of these possible options? And did he have like dozens and dozens of possible routes? Um, well, but, sh- but get sh- to know myself better. Okay, well, I'll show you a picture of what I did later. Um, so you take a long, wistful gaze. Oh, I gaze see it now. The- it's, it's two different photos of Nicolas Cage with rippling <laughs> yeah, abs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, that's, that's exactly what it is. Cool. So you take a long, wistful gaze to the pool and you think about what it is you really want in life. Do you want to be a toy maker, a podcaster? <laughs> Do you even want to? Do you even want to steal the Declaration of Independence anyway? <laughs> you look into the pool for so long that you forget to eat or drink, and you get and you get faint, and you fall into it, and you drown. Um, <laughs> I love that all of my wrong choices result in my like almost immediate death. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, do you want to try to go to the top of the Washington Monument instead? I do. Oh, okay. Like Spider Man. Yeah. You you had your finger in the page. I'll let you go back. 
Um, you yeah. climb to the top of the Washington Monument. Unfortunately, <laughs> you're not supposed to go to the very, very top, and you did, so you fall off and die. Oh, um, okay. So at some point before this juncture, I made a wrong choice. <laughs> actually, wait, hold on. No, you're actually, wait, hold on. Wait a minute. You're dead. All of the options lead to this. There's no going back. Uh-huh. I guess it's time to move forward. Oh, you so see now, a light. No matter what, you see... the next step was dead me has to start making yeah. choices. Yes, exactly. Okay. So you see a light ahead of you uh-huh. and you hear laughing coming from darkness behind you. Do you want to go to the light or go to the laughing sound? In the darkness. I think that the laughing sound is the Joker, and so I'm gonna go toward that because I haven't seen that movie yet, and I kind of I'm I'm kind of weirdly curious. Okay, so you go to the laughing sound. You see what looks like an evil devil version of Nicolas Cage laughing in front of a fiery pit. Okay, he asks what you want. <laughs> says he'll make you a deal, give you any, uh, anything you want in exchange for your soul. So do you want to tell him that you want to get the Declaration of Independence or that you want your podcast to get 50 ratings and reviews? <laughs> well, knowing that this is the third week of November and we've promised all sorts of money to charity, we definitely already have 50 reviews. So I'm going to say I want the Declaration of Independence because that's my goal anyway. All right. Let's see. So and this is the say- devil. I'm sorry. Is that right? It's it's Nicolas Cage, but he looks like the devil. He's like there on behalf of the devil. Yeah, yeah, essentially. He's like um, a devil's, I don't know, advocate? Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, he thinks you're making fun of him uh, <laughs> because cause you uh, did the whole Declaration of Independence thing. So he actually just sends you back to Earth as a ghost because um, <laughs> okay. he doesn't want to be around you. Um, By the way, so this is go- my favorite game that has ever happened on this podcast. <laughs> uh, good. This is like episode like 40 or something. <laughs> All right. So now you're a ghost. You're back in Washington, D.C., but you're a ghost now. The good news is no one can see you and you can walk through walls. So this heist just got a lot easier. <laughs> Do you want to go to the National Archives Museum where the declaration is kept or go back to Chicago and play pranks on your friends? Oh, shit. That. You want to go play pranks on your friends? Yep. Okay. Well, you've really <laughs> lost the plot, haven't you? You never achieved your unfinished business, and you haunt Chicago forever until even you can't remember who you used to be or why you're a ghost in the first place. It's a fate worse than death. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. I have my finger in the page. Okay, okay. Do you I, want to go to the National Archives I want to go steal the Declaration of Okay, all right. So this is where it might get a little weird. Okay, so you go to the National Archives Museum. Wait, hold on. Ease- this uh-huh. is where it might get a little weird? <laughs> yeah, it might get a little weird. You easily float into the vault where the declaration is kept. You realize, though, that you can't actually grab it because you're a ghost and you're incorporeal. Sure. A, vo- a voice stops you. It's familiar. You turn to see ghost devil Nicholas Cage. <laughs> he tells you that in the great war between heaven and hell, he was killed, which normally he would just come back to life since he's immortal. But then he turned into a devil ghost because his unfinished business was making sure you passed on to the afterlife. And instead, he sent you back to Earth. So he's willing to make a deal. He'll make you alive again. Then the moment you take the declaration, you give him your soul and it will go to hell. And then you can live out the rest of your days normally and then just automatically go to hell afterwards. Okay. Wait, hold on. So, I have my finger in the page. I do want the fate worse than death and praying, playing pranks in Chicago. No, no, no too bad. You already, you, already did, you already did it. Okay, and you hear another voice. <laughs> this one appears, and it's a, a ghost, ver- but it looks like an angel of Nicolas Cage. It's a ghost <laughs> angel. He says that so he, he also doesn't died. have a skull on fire and a, and a leather jacket and a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The devil ghost looks exactly like Ghost Rider, <laughs> and this one looks like uh, Nicolas Cage in uh, Adaptation. Um, he says that he also died in the great war between heaven and hell. And normally he would also come back to life since he's immortal, but he also turned into a ghost because his unfinished business was to make sure you ended up in the right place in the afterlife. Um, so he tells you he'll make you alive again so you can grab the declaration, but then he has to immediately kill you, but you will go to heaven. So what do you want to do? Do you want to take the devil's deal or the angel's deal? I mean, I got to take the angel's deal. Okay. So you take the angel deal. You're alive again. I'm sorry. Do how take... do we only have 42 reviews and ratings <laughs> on our show? This is the best <laughs> podcast out there. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, you're alive again. Do you take the declaration or do you just walk away? I mean, I, I've come so far. I've right, got to take but... the declaration. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you take it and you immediately die. Because uh, the angel... <laughs> 
because the angel did say that they would kill you as soon as you took it. Uh, your body is found, but you do get to go to heaven, so that's nice. That's great. Um, your body is found in the vault later by very confused security personnel. You become something of a national curiosity for a week afterwards, and no one can figure out quite how you got in there. You become the subject of many a true crime podcast, Hell including yes. the fourth season of Serial. Oh, fuck. Achieving the podcast fame posthumously that you never did achieve in life. Absolutely. Um, so that's one ending. You know what? I'm happy with that because what that would also do is like, I, like posthumously, I would be featured on Serial season four and there is no chance that they wouldn't mention oh, yeah, this whole thing was part of a podcast that he was on called How Star Wars Is It? And at the very least, you would get How Star Wars Is It listeners. Oh, that's true. And maybe you could get, like, Michael Delaney or my sister to be your co-host. <laughs> oh, that'd be really fun. You're, you know what? That is a good ending. And then you'd um, definitely drop anchor.fm like a sack of shit and go post <laughs> it on your own thing and get, like, quip and... And Lisa Mattresses to sponsor you. <laughs> yeah, you better fucking believe Anchor, it. Anchor, we love as, you. As soon as you're dead, that's what I'm going to do. So um, you, that was good. The <laughs> the the ending between uh, the devil and the angel is very similar. Because if um, I'm just going to pull back the curtain a little yeah, bit. Yeah, go ahead. Basically, it's the exact same ending if you took the devil's deal. Because you still end up... Um, uh, you still end up... Uh, in jail because you don't die immediately. You get to take the declaration, but then you're arrested because you're, you know, stealing. Right. And you still end up on all the true crime podcasts, but then you do go to hell when you die. So that's not. That oh, great. that's too bad. Now, if you, I want to see all my old pets. Now, if, <laughs> now if you, if you had walked away <laughs> and not taken the declaration, you would have uh -huh. uh, doomed both the uh, Nicholas Cage angel <laughs> and devil ghost to being trapped in limbo forever which would deprive both heaven and hell of some of the greatest generals causing the, the great war between them to be everlasting. Oh. And because of that, they would not, they would be too busy to collect any souls. And then anyone who died after that would just kind of choose where they wanted to go. And everyone would just make their own cool little afterlife utopia where everyone was super chill and no one did anything bad. So <laughs> it's not the best ending you got, but you did get a good ending. I mean, I'm into Ish. it. I'm into my ending. <laughs> Pos posthumously getting onto cereal. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the first choose your own adventure uh his sweet choose your own adventure that i wrote that was like truly a a um like just absolute treat <laughs> so to uh, to peek behind the curtain today we were chatting back and forth and i i had mentioned that i had this idea for the oceans 11 thing which we did last week and then what that ended up being was both of us having to do a bunch of work to try to make 11 <laughs> connections between Ocean's Eleven characters and Star Wars. And then Josiah was like, wait, am I doing the uh, National Treasure game? And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, sorry that you basically had to do two games. <laughs> and <laughs> you okay, somehow were like, oh, yeah, that's fine. I'll just write an entire book. <laughs> 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 I just wrote a little short story, you know, having some fun over here. And in the meantime, I've got the glistening, ripply abs and smoky gaze of Nicolas Cage still staring at me. <laughs> well, I'm sending you a new picture, so I'm hoping maybe you can uh, see this one, because this is just a picture of the thing I used to create this little Choose Your Own Adventure. Okay. And, oh, here we go. It is a, like, flow chart. Did you use, like, a fucking computer program for this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You ever see Bandersnatch? Uh, um, no, I didn't. I need to watch it though, because I'm into that. Sh I'm into that shit. Is this the type of thing you do when you do like a D and D thing? I like truly don't know any of the terminology when you yes, do so a D and D. Is, so for the listener, I'm, I use this thing called Twine, which is an online, or you can also download. But it's an online, uh, uh, really simple coding coding platform to create like uh, choose your own adventure things, or like anything that has like a a branching storyline, or even just a normal storyline. You can use it, and it has some simple programming in it that makes things easier to keep track of. Yeah, that's really cool. It's what I use whenever I create little D&D one-shots um, because it's easy for me. To, those are, like, shorter, so I can, like, put all the choices out that people could po that probably are going to do, and I can follow that along. Um, and so I just did that real quick for this little Choose Your Own Adventure. It's kind of cute. Um, I'm taking yeah. a screenshot of it right now so we can post it on our Instagram when this comes Here, out because we don't probably... use our Instagram that much. I can probably send you a better uh, version of it too. That was just a quick one I just did. So okay, I'll see if I can get a, a cool, clear one. But anyway, that's it. The end. Elfine. Elfine. That's um. 
so National Treasure. Oh, wait. That's what this podcast is about. <laughs> Just in general, that's what this podcast is about. Yeah. <laughs> From now on. Oh, shoot. I made it go away, and now I... Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Uh, and now I oh, don't know how to get it oh, back. Oh, no, Mike. Oh, no. Okay. Um, so I'm taking screenshots of all the things you've sent me, <laughs> <laughs> including the Nicolas Cage photos. Let's see. We're approaching the end. That's really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me send you... Um, okay. So really quickly... This movie has action and adventure. The heroes do well for because of dumb luck, and the villains ought to be doing much better than they do, but because they're stupid and prideful, they don't do well. That, my friend, is Star Wars. That's Star Wars to a T right there. Sean Bean is basically Peter Cushing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they, are, they are identical. John Voight is basically... Um, uh, old, uh, old, what's his face? Alec Guinness. Mm-hmm. Old Alec Guinness. I just sent you and real quick. I just sent you a cleaner uh, screenshot of my little thing. So, yep, I'm snapping it right now. That one's a better one. Um, yeah. So the I think I think the 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 pros are family friendly. It's got some uh pretty typical like good guy bad guy stuff. You get a trio. I'd say there's yeah. not there's not some good bangers in this. Like the music's pretty good. I feel like the National Treasure music is like decent, but like I don't remember yeah, it. I can't it's, really hum it. It's good like score, but in the way of it being like environmentals. Yeah. And it's also not very I mean, there is some weird like fantasy not fantasy. I don't know. It's like the alternate history stuff. Yeah. Right. That, but it's not very science fiction very It's just like much. historical fiction. Yeah. So like, like I don't know. I, the I wouldn't Templar and the Freemasons and stuff, which like are real things, but Oh, so Mike, it is there was unclear a... as to what level of Yeah. There was another they have. There was another version of that game where I was going to try to take you on an internet scavenger hunt. Uh, <laughs> starting at the uh, Freemasons website and then ending at the uh, Declaration of Independence. And <laughs> it proved to be way too difficult because I could not figure out how to get links from one thing to the next thing, especially because the Freemason website is amazingly terrible. Oh, um, yeah? Yeah. It's like, it looks like it's from 2003 and they just never like have updated how it works. Uh, it's very good. Hmm. Or at least one of them was. What was it? So there's a bunch of different okay so there's a bunch of different freemasons websites <laughs> uh, <laughs> and there's one that i was looking at which was like it was like the north american masons yeah there it is the masonic service association of north america um otherwise known as imsana so i was trying to take you from there but like this website is so very good um that i couldn't i was like there's no way i can figure out how to even get anything that would go to a different website from there because it's so like old and just by itself there's no way it links to anything else so i got very stuck from the very beginning of that game idea and it was like well we're gonna just write a little story there <laughs> oh gosh um, the very you just sent me the link the very like first featured things is we can't forget 18 years ago september 11th 2001 and then you scroll down and there's like and an enamel pin of like the freemason like symbol and the twin towers <laughs> Which is a great pin. <laughs> oh, it's great. And you scroll down like a little bit and it says, we can't forget 50 years ago, July 20th, 1969. And it's like, so, so, so that means like, the fuck is this? they've only updated this like, and then there's one on June 6th. So it's like, they're not doing this every day. It's just occasionally. It's very weird. Yeah. This is very strange. Yeah. Enjoy going through that website. Cause I was going through it earlier and it was very, I was like, this is a weird part of the internet that I've found myself in. We're going to have to provide links and screenshots on a lot of shit from this episode. <laughs> well, hey, that, that's pretty national treasure of us to include some lore, some like, deep lore true. for this episode. Yeah. So, okay, other really quick things about national treasure. Okay. Um, two Hit guys, it. a girl, they're all white. They go on an adventure. The adventure is unlikely for success, and they do succeed. Um, they all get awards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see, what else? Okay music, like like delicious music decent bad guys with like stupid clumsy goons um this movie follows to a t the like family adventure movie which star wars is arguably like the first one of those right and if not the first then then the, the first to sort of perfect the kind of like way that those movies were made right and so like okay here's here's a thought that i'm having we a peek behind the curtain baby boys and girls okay okay um 
we record a lot of times two episodes in a night, and we also just recorded Ocean's Eleven. I definitely think this is more Star Wars than Ocean's Eleven. Now, my frame of reference stops there. I don't remember the number we gave to any other movie. <laughs> but we gave, we gave Ocean's Eleven, what, like a six? We gave it a six, and I... Uh, I, see, I feel the opposite. I think this movie... Oh, really? I think this movie might be just about the same as, if not slightly less than. Because it feels less less singularly focused in a way. But, you know, no, you know, I think you're That's right. That's fair. I think, th- I think they are, in my... The way I'm looking at it, I'm like, they're equally Star Wars, but they are the opposite ends of what make things like Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, like the reason that Ocean's Eleven is Star Wars is like the exact opposite reason why this is Star Wars. Right, like the things mm. we talked about with Ocean's Eleven, like the the charismatic leads and the ensemble and like putting a team together and like the singular directorial like vision, whereas this is right. like family This movie just adventure. like feels like movie. Right, this, this is a movie-ass <laughs> movie. And it's, Which a lot of Star Wars is that. That's I, true. I was sort of giving Ocean's Eleven some credit there because of like essentially Star Wars and Empire and like a lot of the other Star Wars movies I guess the prequels are pretty directorially editorial yeah well here's what we uh, what we said earlier though was that whatever we give National Treasure we have to subtract one to it for Indiana Jones that's true so do we just go ahead and give it a six <laughs> uh, okay so let's let's come up with our our, our okay. uh, units of measure mine are gonna be mine's gonna be uh uh Cool, old timey Ben Franklin y bifocal oh, glasses yeah. that are actually 3D glasses that are actually oh, like see yeah. into like the, another dimension. Right. Um, mine is going to be, uh, I mean, there's only one Secret Lies with Charlotte Pipe, so I can't do that. Um, mine's going to be bottles of water you use as a magnifying glass to look at a $100 bill. <laughs> <laughs> there are some fun things in this movie, aren't there? Yeah, it's not. It's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna say with the negative one for uh, making a uh, space for Indiana Jones. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it six crazy bifocal things. Yeah, right. That's. It's got to be the same with me because it would be a seven up against Ocean's Eleven as a six, but because Indiana Jones is knocking it down one peg because it's trying to be Indiana Jones, and Indiana Jones is like sort of trying to be Star Wars. Yes. Yeah, six. Six. six is all around, babies. Six is all around. Six, six, six. Oh wait, what six, does it mean? Six, six. What does it mean? Um. <laughs> Well, if you want us on the internet, um, you can find us at Just, How Star Wars Is It on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find us on the internet. And uh, I'm also at the Josiah Man on Twitter. Mike is at Mike Gospel. Um, and there's cool stuff. Our email is agoodpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> there's cool stuff. Yes, yeah, there is cool stuff. Um, and we also have an email, which is agoodpodcast at gmail.com. Did you already mm-hmm. say that? I already said that. Wait, what, what, oh, fuck. You got any shows to plug, bro? Uh, oh, let's see. This is 1118. I think I have already on the books a um, Another Baby Wants Candy this month. Uh, okay, later cool. on so if you're in Chicago and you want to see an improvised musical at either 7.30 or 9pm you can check that out mm-hmm. I should have plugged that last week because uh, or, or two weeks ago anyway um, let's see Anarchy finished our run in late October um, maybe when you're back uh, in like Chicago yeah, you'll do that again <laughs> I'd love that Gosh, wouldn't that be fun wouldn't if that... you and I did an anarchy show together again? I would love that. I miss doing that stuff. But you um, know what? Got to make that money. You um, got to make that paper. But uh, also, like we said in our last couple episodes, every uh, rating and review we get in November, we are donating a dollar to the uh, Greater Chicago Food Depository, which is a really cool yes. Chicago charity that provides food to those in need. Uh, there's a lot of people that go hungry in uh, America in general, and especially um, in you know big city urban areas. And hunger is a, a big problem in Chicago, especially in the winter time. So uh, all those proceeds we go in there. Um, so uh, do your rating and review, and we'll we'll send a dollar, and we'll let you guys know how much we send once uh, yeah. once it's December time. And now that we're appro- we are approaching the end of the month, we 
like we have said a number of times now, like, hey, we're not like made of money. Like we're going to have to put a ceiling on it. I don't anticipate that we're going to get like 5,000 ratings <laughs> and reviews. Yeah, I mean, that would be great. But So um, please yeah. don't be dissuaded by us not having exactly in mind what our number is. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, it's going to be within reasonable, uh, you know, within what's reasonable for us to, to give because we're, you know, we're not uh, cereal over here. You know, we're not made and, like, of money. And like if we get... If we get like four reviews, we'll like round that up to ten. Yeah, we'll round it up. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna skimp out here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a cool charity, so hit it up. And, and what else? I think that's tell your friends. Everything. Tell your um, friends about the show. You can send us suggestions for topics in the future. Yeah, uh, like to our email or to any of those other. Yeah, freaking do it. Hit us up. Platforms. I think we sort of owe Twitter because of all of our loyal fans. Yeah. Um, our definitive ranking of how Star Wars is it topics, not the movies. We're not going to rank the Star Wars movies, but we might rank uh, all 30 plus things we've done of how Star Wars they are. Yes. Well, we should. Or put... someone can do that for us. I don't know. Yeah. If you want to. Yeah. Don't, I don't mind. Someone uh, make a wiki. Yeah. Someone else do it. Please. Uh, so, anyway. <laughs> I've had over the course of this recording, which has only lasted about like two and change hours, I have had two Lagunitas Brown Sugars, which are both ten percent by volume. Oh hell yeah! They are very strong beers. I am very punchy. (laughs) Go ahead and get yourself a six pack of Lagunitas Brown Sugar. It is a great beverage. Honestly, very jealous. Um, I'm I'm jealous of you, and I wish I was right there with you, but I'm not. So. Is, and I think go ahead time. and cut all of that out. Okay, great. Okay, great. <laughs> Including the plugs about donating. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's about time for Tebby Bye Bye. Yep. So, uh, like we always say, we, we love you. you. And may the fourth, may the fourth be with, be with you. Be with you. <laughs> oh, no. Bye-bye. <laughs>